All right, all right. What is up, everybody? It's a new year, but the same us. I'm Trey Alessio alongside my partner in crime, Brandon Ogden, and this is the first Are You Entertained podcast of 2018. Brandon, what up? How you doing? Oh, just wonderful. Just wonderful. How does 28? How is 2018 treating you so far? Not bad. It's only been a couple weeks, but I don't have too many complaints. That's good. So that's, that's good. Starting thing. off the new year on a positive note. Respect that. All right. If you're a new listener, uh, we talk music, movies, TV, sports. Uh, we're gonna break it all down for you. What you need to know in the entertainment headlines. If you're a returning listener, we appreciate you. Now let's begin our insightful, witty, and poetic conversation <laughs> about the entertainment world. All right, uh, we are going to start sports because that's pretty much the lead. Now, normally on our normal podcast, we do a Draft Dogs segment, which is uh, we basically do a, a topical draft and we pick people or things, and it's kind of a snake draft um, about a relevant topic. This, this week, uh, it's only been 10 days in the year, so we're going to kind of do a fun, random one. We're going to sprinkle in some fun random ones um so that's going to be another one today uh fun random one so uh that we're going to start with the actual lead which is the college football playoffs because uh just went down this past monday great game crazy game um so yeah let's let's head right into it start off with some sports number four alabama beat number three georgia 26 to 23 in overtime i think the first overtime uh, I don't know championship ever, but first in the playoff, obviously. That's only been around for a couple years now. Um, yeah, Georgia looked good in the uh, first half. They looked like the better team, in my opinion. Bama came out swinging in the in the third quarter, and it went back and forth, and it was just a good game. I, I see you have some th- – you're, you're smirking. What, what do you <laughs> yeah. think? Uh, I mean, yeah, it was the first half. Um, it was pretty boring. Okay. First half. I mean, it was definitely a defensive game. Right. It wasn't which, like which what is what people expected. Yeah. Um, neither team's offenses are great, so that makes the defense look a little bit better. Okay. Obviously, uh, but both both defenses were really really good. No no doubt about that. So, uh, but the first half, yeah, it was just a defensive struggle. Um, you know, you got the one touchdown right at the end of the half. Yeah. Um, but it, it, I'll I'll be honest, it was a pretty boring first half. Okay. I just want to rebut that they don't have great offenses. I would say that I don't know if I'd say they're great, but Georgia's run game, that one-two yeah, punch, yeah. that's pretty. They're very good. Right, you got to give them that, right? But, no, they are absolutely. But and they're like a top ten rushing team, but then they're like ranked a hundred and something in passing. Okay, so like they just don't have a full, a, a like full, a, a well-rounded, right? So okay. Like, all right. It's not I just a, like, I would like, say the run game is right touching great. It's, it's same with Bama. Bama's got a really good run game, yeah. um, but the pass game sucked. So yeah, I mean, it, it, it there were two similar identities, um, and you saw that in the first half. Very true. Um, two SEC teams. We'll get to that. I know you want. I know you ha- well, gotta say something about we'll, that. We'll get there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so basically, the the big headline in my in my opinion is. Uh, Nick Saban pulling Jalen Hurts, the quarterback, and going with the freshman quarterback for the rest of the game. Uh, Jalen Hurts. Tua. What, what was his, What was Tua. the name? It was Tua, but I don't, I don't even know the last name. name. Yeah. Some crazy shit. Tua was his name. But, uh, yeah, so 
Hurts, I think he lost two games in his career so far yeah. as a starter. Like um, Twenty-five and two. Yeah, something, something like crazy. And then SEC in a national championship player of the year, his last year. Yeah, and then in a national championship game, Saban pulls him and goes with the true freshman. True. Um, just blows my mind to think that both of the quarterbacks, primary, I mean, not Hurts, but you got this Tua and then Fromm who were playing high school football last year. Yeah. It's fucking insane to me. And they're playing uh, in a national championship game on the big stage of college football. Uh, so what were what were your thoughts there? All right, so I've known about Tua for a little bit. Yeah. Dude is a stud. Like, everybody knew it. Um, it was just a matter of time before uh, Saban would kind of, you know, give him the keys to the car and, you know, trust him to run that offense. Sure. So for Saban, the reason why Jalen Hurts really started and played all of the year when you have someone better behind him throwing the ball at least is because you don't want to turn the ball over. Saban goes with what he trusts, which is his defense. So trust the defense to win the game. Offense basically don't lose it. A true mm-hmm. freshman, uh, if you go with Tua, you know, um, more prone to turnovers. He's got a little bit more of a gunslinger mentality. Um, so there's a lot of variables there. At the end of that first half, though, it was it was evident that they were going to have to throw the ball to win the game mm-hmm. uh, because they weren't doing much on the ground. Uh, and it was no question that Tua was a better passer than Hurts. Yeah, Hurts struggles. It's it's hard to watch Hurts throw the ball. That Tua though, he can throw like half the damn field. Oh, like he uh, like minimum. Yeah, yeah, dude, he's got a gun. Yeah, and he was slanging. He was the slanging. Pill. He was slanging the pill. Um, so it, 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 it didn't, it, it kind of surprised me, but it kind of didn't. He's played a lot throughout the year, mostly in mop up duty, obviously. Um, but I mean, they had so much time to prepare for it. Think about it. They didn't play in a conference championship game. Then you get the month of bowl practice. Hertz was actually sick leading up to, um, the Clemson game. Okay. So, uh, Tua was taking all of the first team reps. So, I mean, he, he was working with these guys. Um, so, it was just a matter of time before he made the switch. And they don't win that game if they don't. Yeah. That, I fully believe that. Fully believe that? Okay. Because once he came in, they started passing the ball. That's when they made the comeback. They kind of abandoned the run, which surprised me in the second half, that they put him in and then it was like, all right, you're going to throw it however many times he threw. It felt like they were throwing every mm-hmm. play. Mm-hmm. Um but he just kept making play after play. I thought once he threw the pick, it was over. Yeah. I kind of felt like I, – I honestly thought they might put Hurts back in when he threw the pick. Yeah, dude. You got to give it up to Hurts because it, oh, ta- yeah. it it takes a lot to cheer on your team when you're inside, you're pissed off. Right. You, you've led this team basically to the national championship, and then you get pulled for a true freshman. So this is actually a, a true story. happened today at work. Okay. Um, I tried to do something in Excel – and I failed, and the lady, the girl next to me was like, "Oh, okay, I'll do it." And she tried to do it, and she failed too. And I started laughing, and she was like, "You root for people to fail." I was like, "Oh, fuck yeah, yeah! If, if I can't, if I can't do it, oh, if I can't do it, I sure as hell don't want you to do it." So if I was Jalen Hurts, let me tell you something. So you be I'd showing been, it on the sideline. I'd have been fucking clapping when he threw that pick. I'd have been rooting for. <laughs> I would have been rooting for Georgia. I would have oh, I I I walked to the other sideline. That's funny. That's funny. So, but but good for him. That, yeah, he's it, fuck, that's mature. Class act. That's classy. 
Uh, I well, we can kind of talk about it after this, but I'd be surprised if he's back next year. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, you gotta give it to him. And then ESPN sticks a microphone in his face, which honestly I don't blame ESPN. Oh, did, I, did they? I didn't yeah, see they, that. They interviewed him on the field right after. Jesus Christ! Uh, but and like I, I kind of get why. I don't think it was wrong of them, but he handled it so well. Did he? He was pumped for him. Said, you know, I was encouraging him. Uh, I wanted him to win the game, all this stuff. So, uh, I mean, hats off to him. Yeah. Uh, that, that's leadership. Is he a senior? He's a sophomore. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, he started last year in the championship game as a, as a freshman. Okay, okay. Yeah. So, I read something, and I don't know how credible it is, but something said – I read something online that Lane Kiffin made a comment saying that if Tua didn't play in the championship, he was going to transfer. Did yeah. You, did you see that? I, I mean, don't know. I thought that was kind of interesting. Maybe not that that would, but you do think that Hertz is might. Be yeah, I think Hertz is gone. I, th- I think Tua is going to start next year as a sophomore. Um, so I mean, what's the point of sticking around? Go, yeah. go transfer to like a Mac school, kick some ass, set some records. That's what you think a Mac school? Mac school, maybe a lower power five. Okay. I could even see maybe like an FAU with Lane Kiffin there. Hmm. Um, he knows the offense. Make some noise there. Um, but I. I I don't know. I'm outside of maybe like a Ohio State because that's kind of what their quarterbacks do is just run the ball. Yeah, but they have really good quarterbacks um, on the roster right now, so I don't see him going to a championship contender school. Okay, um, just because he can't throw the ball, and that's it's hard to win with that. Sure. All right, we will find out uh, in the coming months. But uh, so the question, I I think I know your answer, but. Is Nick Saban the greatest of all time now? Uh, it's not even close. It's not even close. By far the best coach of all time. I think he has the most championships. He tied. Oh, he tied. He tied. He's got six. Bear Bryant? Bear Bryant. Okay. Yeah, so both from Bama. But, uh, well, I mean, Saban's won five with Bama, now one with LSU. Um, yeah, I don't think it's close. Um, if you think about – Are you saying the greatest – Coach of all time, no, period, co- greatest or college? college. Okay, okay. Because okay. he went to the NFL and failed, uh, which part of it wasn't his fault. Um, if you look at the thing that uh, I admire most about an Alabama is, like, take Ohio State this year. Mm-hmm. Just missed the playoff. They seem to. You went on record saying you wanted them in the playoffs. I thought right? they should have been. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Some, and, someone like that. And I don't think Alabama winning the championship vindicates them being in the playoff if yeah. that makes sense no i i, get I don't that. think that confirms that that was the right decision anyway we, we'll talk about that later. yeah that's something different um it seems like all of these pro- like clemson clemson's a better uh, example Cle- who'd clemson lose to this year they lost to syracuse this mm-hmm. year um oklahoma loses to iowa state uh ohio state loses to iowa yeah year in and year out these really great programs <clears throat> that are championship contenders every year seem to lose a game or two to, like, teams that they have no business losing to. You don't see that with Alabama. When they lose, it's to an Auburn or a Johnny Manziel-led, you know, Texas Mm A&M or even a really, really good Ole Miss team. The games that they're supposed to win, they win, and they usually look like the best team in doing so. Mm -hmm. They don't play down to their competition, I guess, is a good way to play. He finds a way to keep – Five-star athletes who are rolling into some dog shit college um, to play him and be really motivated and it makes them think you're going to lose this game. And I don't know how he does it. It's miraculous, I think. Yeah. Um, but I, I just I, 
that to me, the consistency from that yeah. is phenomenal. Um, X's and O's, I mean, yeah, but it's more just the way he runs Alabama. The program. The program. Basically, like, the CEO of it. Um, he lets his coordinators, you know, do their thing. He lets their coaches coach. He doesn't um, over co- overcoach. He's not overcoaching. Yeah. He's going to coach you when when he needs to. Yeah. And he's he's not afraid to scream and yell. He seems at like you. a hard ass yeah, to me. Oh, absolutely. But I mean, um, so I I just absolutely admire that. Um, he's if you know anything about football, the way that Alabama has changed. Um, when he first got there, he was recruiting the biggest motherfuckers that you could find. Yeah. Now he he realizes with the spread offense and the stuff, you can't win like that. Now he's going more for speed. Mm-hmm. So the way he, so he's able to adapt, he's able to adapt mm-hmm. is remarkable. Uh, and it's just, I I can't even think of another coach that I would even put on his level mm-hmm. because really, for me and I know I'm a we're younger guys like pre 1990 I don't really give a shit about. <laughs> Everybody ran the triple option like yeah. If you had better I players, mean, you won. So it, it's kind of like it, in that regard, it's hard to argue just because we didn't see it and it, you could you could throw in like the what everybody does for like NBA, like it evolves and the players evolve and right. you know, stuff like that. And that's another argument, whatever. But the thing that amazes me the, the most, I think is they don't rebuild. They reload yeah, like it's literally. Like it, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, and he just seems like a drill sergeant. He said he doesn't overcoach and he doesn't, but it just seems like they are so disciplined at everything. And that yeah. goes back to, they don't lose a game. They're not supposed to, you know right. what I mean? Um, it just they do the little things right, and it adds up, and it it translates into national championships. Like when I think of Nick Saban, I think like he could lead our fucking military. You know what I mean? <laughs> I like, mean, like he seems yeah. like he's that kind. He of He seems guy. like it. Yeah. Right. I mean, obviously we don't know him. And, right. But he does seem like he could do something like right. that. It's just it's it's crazy to me how they just. I, I, I try and think about, like, when he's gone, what will Alabama be like and what will the Whoa. new Alabama right. be? It's just hard to fathom another program Whoa. in our era that could even do right. be at, on the same level as Alabama right. in terms of years right. being good. Yeah, this is the fifth and nine years. Yeah, they uh, are the two, dynasty. I want to take two things of that. The first being when he got to Alabama, they were the laughing stock of the SEC. Okay. They were not a good program. Yeah. Uh, they were very, very bad. So, and I don't know if you heard this stat, but every single recruiting class he has had, um, if they've stayed for three years, they've won a national championship. Wow. He could go in and be basically say, you're going to win a national yeah. championship. And he, he delivers. That's insane. That so, is insane. First off, that's a crazy stat. Number two, you talked about you can't think of another program. To me, I can, and it's Georgia. Georgia, Georgia. They have the number one recruiting class coming in. Three, they always have good recruiting class. No, not like this, dog. Okay. Not like this. And they have Kirby Smart's a way better coach than Mark Rick. Anyway, let me explain. Okay. Okay. This is the third straight year they have the number one quarterback coming in, which actually the number one quarterback from two years ago, Jacob Eason, who was the starter at the beginning of the year, got hurt right before the Notre Dame game. That's when they switched to Fromm. Okay. He's transferring to Washington. Okay. It sounds like um, smart move. Anyway. They have, like, the number one and two running back in the country, the number one and number two guards in the country, like the number one tackle in the country coming in. Um, I want to say, like, number one or number three linebacker coming in. He's out-recruited Saban, and it's not even close. Hmm. Uh, 
Uh, they have the number one recruiting class in the country. They're going to be scary good. So in your way too early poll, they're number one for you? Uh, I, I I always say the defending national champion should okay. be number one. Mm-hmm. Um, I also don't like preseason pools. Yeah. Polls, I think they're stupid. Um, but And if you go back a few years ago, someone said to Saban, what's the biggest threat to Alabama? And he said someone uh, turning around the University of Georgia. Because hmm. Georgia – as a far as like recruiting goes, people don't understand last year in the NFL draft, the state of Georgia had uh, the most NFL draft picks. Huh. I mean, they're like, a it's a hotbed for recruiting. Mm-hmm. Um, and Kirby smart is showing he can do it. So, and honestly, Kirby smart's a really good coach. Uh, I can go back to my freshman year in college. I was crying. Like, how does Kirby smart not have a head coaching job? Like, because uh, when you watch a when he was the D coordinator, he was just crazy good. So yeah, um, they're they're there for a really long time, and uh, this isn't going to be the first band. They're back. Meeting. Yeah, Georgia so, is all the way back. I have to say, Georgia before this year to me, they always kind of in my mind they seemed like the team that. You know they're always ranked super high at the beginning right. of the year. They always kind of choke, and then they're kind of they're there. They were, but they're never like elite. Right. They but were, it seems like I mean with they, what you said and right. what they have coming, they seem like they are legit right. back. They were Florida State before Florida State won with Winston. Yeah. Where every year they're like a ranked top five, top ten team. Yeah. They'd win like nine, ten games, go to a good bowl, mm-hmm. and like that was it. Kind of like never, Clemson too. Right. Clemson did that before right. they kind of. They were always on the cusp of it. Yeah, they just couldn't get over the hump. Uh-huh. I think Georgia in year two, mind you, this is year two for Kirby Smart yeah. back in the championship. Um, there, the dogs are here, and they're here to stay for a while. I when think. you beat the Georgia Bulldog, you're gonna feel the Bulldog bite. <laughs> Love that. Rackham Willie. Do you remember that back in the day? I do. Classic. All right. uh, Let's move on a little bit here. So, um, so this, we, we kind of didn't, we touched on a little bit, but from or Tagovolia, I think that's how you say it. Something like that. Who's going to, who do you think will turn out to be the better quarterback? Do you foresee them both kind of being in Heisman races or what? It's hard to say. Fromm did enough. I think Fromm's a little overrated. Okay. Just in the sense, like. But here, just to interject also, do you think, because you said they have one of the best quarterbacks coming yeah, in, do you think that. Quarterback. Do you think that he will maybe jump from? No. So what I think is going to happen is I think they're going to do that bullshit college thing where they do multiple. Because uh, Fields, the guy coming in, Fields, the number one quarterback, he's a. Uh, um, He's not a running quarterback, a dual threat quarterback. Dual threat. So I could see them doing the bullshit. Um, okay, here's Fromm's our passing quarterback. Yeah. And Fields is our running quarterback. Yeah. I don't know that it'll, you know, Fromm. Who knows? No one thought. Fromm was like statistically one of the greatest high school quarterbacks of all time. Um, but Eason was also the number one quarterback. Eason gets hurt. Fromm comes in, doesn't lose the job. So you never know. Yeah. It's, it's hard to predict. Very true. Um, but Fromm was good at what he did throughout the year but like i wouldn't say i would ever at least this year say okay we got jake Fromm, we're gonna win okay it was we got sony michelle we got nick chubb yeah we have a great defense we'll win it was and then hopefully just Fromm doesn't fuck it up mm-hmm. and so i don't know from i think he'll get there eventually I think next year he'll take a big step. I wouldn't put him Heisman category. I would take next year. I would take Tua over him. Okay. Um, with 
maybe junior year. Okay. Uh, from kind of maybe. So they'll, up a little they'll bit both more. be in the conversation down the, the line eventually. Yeah, I think to uh, if he plays anything like he did, um, you know, la- or Monday night, he'll be in the Heisman talk next year. He might be yeah. the favorite coming out. Yeah, I mean, first. There's going to be some crazy stuff going on oh, with yeah. him. So yeah, um, but it'll 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 be interesting to see. Okay. All right. Uh, so another thing that was crazy during the game. So uh, number I don't know the name, but number forty eight for Alabama. Um, basic Brown, I think. Marlon Brown. Brown yeah. I, did he get punched or did he punch no, a guy so he and then got, he came back? He punched a dude, got a penalty. Saving was hot. Yeah. Screaming at. He him. comes on the sideline. Yeah. He was barking at Saving a little bit. Then he started baking, uh, barking at another uh, assistant coach. Assistant. Coach. And he swung at the coach. Yeah. And then like the some, players did you had see to the hold white back. dude like the Whoa. white walk on like. Grabbed him with one arm and like put him down. <laughs> I did not. I was like, damn. Yeah. I'm like, why are you swinging if a little white walk on is going to put you down like that? But then on the kickoff, he went down and fucking clotheslined a dude. Did yeah, you see he's that? pissed. I did not, but yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, I thought that was very interesting. Yeah, I've never really seen anything like the, that every, in college where every, you talk shit at a coach. Yeah, everybody on Twitter was like, oh, he'll be on the uh, last chance you show yeah. next year. <laughs> That's funny. I, yeah, for sure. Uh, another cool thing. So uh, the Ridley brothers, yes. uh, two receivers, both one for Bama, one for Georgia. Um, I believe that Georgia had the younger brother, the correct? Freshman, yep. Yeah, and he honestly had a bigger game. And, yeah, I mean he had more catches at least. Yeah, he had more catches. And but Ridley, his older brother, caught the touchdown. Uh, his other brother, older brother, actually just declared for the draft as well. Today. Oh, really? Today. Okay. He's the number um, one receiver going into the draft. So. Okay. There you go. But uh, at the end, they kind of came together. I don't yeah. know if you saw that yeah, video. Yeah, they gave each other's jerseys. Thought that was really, yeah, really, was cool. really cool. Cool moment. Um, so there was that. A uh, couple non-football things, but this is funny. At the beginning, <laughs> Trump definitely looked like he did not know the words to the national anthem. He got caught. That shit was hilarious. Uh, Kendrick Lamar performed at halftime. I personally thought he killed it. Killed that shit, dude. Um, the 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 transition. ESPN did a great job of letting Kendrick do it, and then going straight to Black Panther. Yeah, and then Kendrick saying like, "I'm the Black Panther." Yeah, at the end, that shit was dope as fuck. That I mean, low key. I mean, I'm I'm not trying to make this a political thing, but. It kind of felt like a slight troll job to Trump, and I fucking loved it. Yeah, and maybe. Another, another thing, just I think Kendrick Lamar did a good enough job where he opens the door for hip-hop in the future for big performances yeah. like that. So he I, did, that'd be cool. So two things. One, did he say the N-word? There was one time I, I mean, I felt like he said I the N word. I didn't hear didn't it. Catch it. I didn't hear it, but I okay. mean, very well could have. I don't uh, know. But the they, other one was outside of maybe if he did say that he did a good job of not cussing. Yeah. Uh, which did I did the again, edited version. Right. Again, I think helps, you know, hip hop yeah. in the future. Because there was uh, so beforehand, YG, who is a West Coast rapper, yeah. he was like, he tweeted at Kendrick Lamar and he's like, if you see Trump, tell him fuck you for <laughs> yeah. us. And so people, I saw a bunch of people on Twitter before the performance. They were like, I think he's going to say something. Uh, I think he's going to say something. I think never, we texted back yeah, and forth. He would have never got another gig. Ex- exactly. And he probably would have killed it for hip hop. So I, I totally understand. Um, Did you see the Alabama running back before the game? Yeah. Bo. 
Did you hear he what he said? said? Fuck Trump. And but then at the end, said, he's like, uh, if y'all were really listening, Georgia. he was, if, if you're really listening, I said Georgia. <laughs> right. No, the fuck you didn't. That you shit was hilarious. Trump, and it wasn't even close. Yeah, that was funny. Don't backpedal from that. That was funny. And then to go back to your uh, Black Panther, how they flawlessly yeah. executed that. Um, I, we may have talked about it in the last podcast. I don't remember, but... Uh, SZA and Kendrick Lamar and the top dog manager, I don't know his name, uh, they are going to curate, and it looks like it's going to be all original music for the Black Panther soundtrack. We got in the teaser, the Black Panther little trailer, uh, we got a new Kendrick Kendrick Lamar song. People are saying Vince Staples was on it too. Didn't hear it in there, but... uh, so it's looking like we're gonna get all original music. So I'm really excited yeah, for that. Dope. That'll be that'll be really cool. Um, so that'll be fun. Uh, so now we come to your SEC talk. I know I know I've seen it on Twitter. <laughs> you always have the little hashtag. Um, now is your chance to kind of yeah. get at them if you, if you want to. I mean, we can move on if you want. Yeah. So first off, I find it super annoying when SEC schools chant SEC. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. That shit is stupid as fuck. Remember when we did it at Mizzou yeah, on their inaugural? It. Yeah, no, you were you were admin about not doing no, it. because it's You're stupid. Right. It, it, like, yes, I root for the Big Ten only during bowl season. I root for the Big Ten basically to troll SEC fans. That's it. What's your hashtag again? Well, so SEC's <laughs> like uh, motto this year or whatever on yeah. all their commercials was it just means more. Oh, okay, that's right. It's <laughs> so idiotic. Yeah, it just means that's why you're good because it just means more. We so only I, care about football. Yeah. So <laughs> I troll everybody like SEC fans with hashtag. I put out shitty stats and then say hashtag yeah. it just means more. Anyways, SEC was poop this year. Okay, dog shit. They went 3 1 and 3 against the Big 10. Um which should be an embarrassing thing for them because they're the almighty SEC. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forget the numbers. I think they went like three and six, four and six in uh, bowl games this year. Which but they had two teams in the championship. Yeah, let's talk about it. <laughs> let's talk about it. Kentucky basketball is really fucking good, right? Right. So, like, all the years they make the Final Four, it's like, Damn, Kentucky's really fucking good. But the SEC sucks dick at basketball. No ifs, ands, or buts. This year they're actually pretty good. But in years but past, Mizzou had the number one recruit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, like, you you don't get to claim your conference is great because you have a good team or two good teams. That is stupid. Alabama has carried the SEC for about three years now. Alabama football. Alabama football. Yeah. I'm strictly talking about I don't give a shit about anything else right okay. now. I'm strictly talking football. Alabama's carried them. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mizzou has been – Mizzou's one of the worst college football programs ever. They're mediocre as fuck. <laughs> Vanderbilt, trash. <laughs> Mizzou grad here. <laughs> yeah, 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 I am. Vanderbilt, trash. Tennessee's been trash. Florida is – I mean, they'll have a decent year. Damn, our boy Cam will be butthurt, but they're they're firing their coach this year. Okay, great. South Carolina, traditionally average at best. They won, what, eight games this year? They did beat a Big Ten team. Good for them. Uh, Big Ten team without a quarterback, so take that with a grain of salt. 
Uh, Ole Miss had to get hookers to make their school cool. <laughs> uh, Mississippi State, yeah, you win eight games every year. Congrats. LSU lost to Troy this year. Uh, A&M. A, yeah, a- A&M just paid Jimbo Fisher way too much money. Um, Something may be coming out at Florida State. <laughs> yeah, has to. Yeah, it has to. Has to. <laughs> uh, LSU runs one of the worst offenses ever, and they lost to Troy this year. Uh, Georgia was really good. Alabama, really good. Auburn had its moments. <laughs> <laughs> Got killed by Clemson on like the uh, first week. Gets beat by UCF. Mind you, Auburn beat both teams that were in the championship game and then gets beat by UCF, and then they're like, UCF's bitching they don't get a championship shot. Hell yeah, they should. They beat Auburn who beat both of these motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I would say they should have had an argument that they should have had a fucking championship shot. Anyways, it's just bullshit, man. It, it is. They're, they're dumb. They're top-heavy. They're, they're very, very, very top-heavy. Um, and then they're like, yeah, I, I'll admit, from 2000 to like 2009, the SEC was fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. I get it. You guys were better than everybody. There you go. I said it. But like the last few years, you ain't been shit. <laughs> Big Ten's been better. Hate to break it to you. Big Ten is better. ACC was better this year. Shit, you can make an argument. Big 12 was better this year. Pac-12? Uh, no. <laughs> Although the Pac- Pac-12. Straight up. The Pac-12 is dog shit. <laughs> Pac-12 did go 1-0 against the SEC this year, though. So, take <sighs> notes. Um, so, it's just, it's so overplayed. Oh, we had two te- great. You had maybe the two best teams in college football. But other than that, you had a lot of dog shit. You know what? Our podcast is the best because it just means more. Yeah. That's the gayest <laughs> fucking hashtag ever. <laughs> it just means more. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, you, uh, you win it. football games because it means more to you. S my D. <laughs> S my D. All right. On that, we will move on to some NFL talk. Uh, Mizzou, the pl- Mizzou fans at me, bro. At, at Brandon, bro. Okay, uh, NFL playoffs, the wild card weekend was last weekend. The Titans came back on the Chiefs to win 22-21. to The Falcons beat the Rams. That was kind of a comeback, too, 26-13. Uh, to The Jaguars beat the Bills 10-3 to in possibly the most sloppy playoff football game I have ever seen in my fucking life. That shit was... Ugh. Uh, the Saints edged out the Panthers, thirty-one to twenty-six. That was a that was a fairly entertaining game. Uh, what were your takeaways from Wild Card Weekend? Yeah, so the fact that the Titans and Jaguars are still playing f- football at this time of year yeah. is fucking atrocious. The AFC sucks dick. Uh, hate to break it to you, I know you're a Ravens fan. I'm pretty sure the Cowboys would have been the third best team in the AFC. Let me. The let Cowboys me, didn't even make the playoffs. Let me year. ask you this though. I, I know I'm Homer here, and they choked in the last game against the Bengals, but I'm pretty confident that they would have beat the fucking Jaguars, the Ravens. No, uh, it would have been close. Really, bro? The Jaguars defense. They is are, but the legit. Ravens have their fucking moments too. Yeah, but the, uh, I just felt like Flacco would have thrown, like, three pick sixes. Uh, but they been, got fucking Blake Bortles. Yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> okay. Right, we'll get there. Okay. All right. Uh, let me, yeah, let me your take takeaways. It, let me take it by game, game Okay, by that's game, fine. Okay. Titans are horrible to watch. They might get beat by 200 by the Patriots. I will say, though, the Mariota block to basically win the fucking game, 
I give him props. That's all I got to say. Went right back to him. Anyway, um, let's talk, can, can we talk about the Chiefs for a minute? Yeah, because choking. They can't get over the hump. Well, we're in the you mid- hate to see that. <laughs> you hate to see <laughs> We're in the Midwest, so a lot of Chiefs fans. We've been obviously. to a Chiefs game. We have. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. Chiefs fans are assholes. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. <laughs> they are. Were they not? They're assholes. Yeah, they, were, they did talk a lot they're, of shit. They were assholes. Um, but I have a bone to pick with them. Actually, I'm going to be honest. You're, Chiefs fans, you're not going to like what I'm going to say. Basically, I wish death upon your own <laughs> Oh, shit. All right. Damn. Because this is why. First off. Alex Smith's a pretty damn good NFL quarterback, okay? Been to a Super Bowl, wins a shit ton of games, has some really bad luck. This year their defense hasn't been very good. They just were like, yo, let's stop running the ball in the second half because that's a popular thing to do now if you're in the NFL. Uh, Should I real- <laughs> I realized watching the playoff game that they had Darrell Rivas. Yeah, they signed I'm slacking, him. I guess. They, no, they signed him late. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, and I keep seeing people on Twitter – Saying we got to get rid of Alex Smith and start Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I, I have seen a lot. You seen of that, that too? too? Yeah, it's I know. So it's not. Just I know me. you're a big not fan of this guy. It's just. So. It's not he just lost me. Lost Iowa right? State by like sixty. Yeah. So. Okay. So Chiefs fans, first off, probably find a new team. <laughs> never going to happen. Also, the Royals are going to be shitty for a really long time again. So that's pretty depressing. But anyway, let's hope you're not like reverse psychologying it. You know. All no. That. Go ahead. Sorry. If you are a Patrick Mahomes is my guy, he needs to start. I implore you, take two hours from your life, get on YouTube, and watch him play against Iowa State <laughs> his senior year. And tell me, that was the coldest game I think he had ever played at that point. Tell me, first off, Trey, is Kansas City get cold um, you know, this time of year? Yes. Yes. Okay. So if Iowa State was the clo- coldest game you played, and you played like Helen Keller would play the college quarterback position. Uh, is that a good sign? Yeah, probably not. Okay, but they compare him to Brett Favre. Oh, he's got a big. He's arm. a gunslinger. He's athletic. <laughs> he's mixed. <laughs> oh, shit! <laughs> it don't fucking matter. He's not a good quarterback. He's not. He's ass. Damn. Brandon has some thoughts on uh, this dude, podcast. This I, should, I, I don't hate it. This shit drives me nuts. <laughs> I hope Alex Smith – I hope you trade Alex Smith. Patrick Mahomes start. You lose every game, and Alex Smith wins the Super Bowl. Damn. Okay, we'll move on to the next one. <laughs> Do you have hot takes for all these games? No, this, this two of them I don't. Two okay. games I don't. Falcons-Rams okay. is actually a pretty good game. Kind of, I was rooting for the Rams. I was too. It kind of feels like the Falcons are going back to the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. They they looked pretty good. They. They looked oh, like they. Didn't I didn't look get great. to watch all that game. Yeah, they but, didn't so. look great. There wasn't a point where I was like, "Okay, they finally put it together." Mm-hmm. But like now, they're gonna go play at Philly uh, against Nick Foles. I have to think that Matt Ryan's probably he's probably on a mission after that epic right. comeback last year in the Super Bowl. Right. They're playing at Philly. They're favorites against the one seed on the road. Yeah. Uh, so it just kind of feels like we're headed back for a Falcons Super Bowl. Anyway, let, let's talk Saints Saints Panthers before we get to Jags. Okay, before you say something on this the Saints game, I I do have to say they look like possibly the most the, the most potential dangerous team. Yeah, they're the they team look, you don't they look good. Play, yeah. Uh, because they grew a little bit of a defense too. A little bit of a defense, started running the ball. Yeah. 
Um, I actually, buddy of mine was texting. I told him my Super Bowl pick uh, once the playoffs started was Saints Patriots. If anybody cares, um, the Saint, yeah, the Saints look good now. I think their toughest game is going to be this week against the Vikings. Yeah. They win that, I think they're in the Super Bowl. Okay, um, but it helps they're in a dome again. Um, that's nice. It's weird. They ran the ball all year, looked really good doing it. And then this week they play the Panthers, and Drew Brees was slinging the thing all oh, yeah. over the place. So uh, I don't know if that was just part of the game plan or because the Panthers were taking away the run so well. They were like, hey, we just got to throw the ball. Mm-hmm. And they had success doing it. Uh, we got to talk about, yo, this man, Cam Newton, got like three concussions on one play. Yeah. Sat out one play and went back in. Bro, he was so concussed. I saw I saw him on the sideline mouth. I'm good. I'm good. Nah, no, you ain't, no, bro. No, you ain't. <laughs> bro, you don't fall down because you got poked in the freaking eye. Like he was that trying man was trying to get to the sideline, fell down, and they said, Nope, oh, just poked in the eye. He was yeah. And then on the sideline he he wasn't about to go under the hood, and I'm like, You at least gotta go under the hood and pretend you're doing Make the protocol. It. Make it look like <laughs> exactly. You can go back there and be like, Bro, don't touch me. I'm not doing this shit. Give me a Gatorade or yeah. something. But you gotta at least go back there. Yeah. He was concussed as a motherfucker. I don't care what anybody <laughs> says. But that was actually, I thought that was the best game yeah, of the week. Yeah, entertaining game uh, there. It was, it was very entertaining. Now let's get to the Jags Bills. First off. Do you agree with my statement when I announced the game? Yeah. Quite it, possibly the sloppiest possibly. shit ever. And not even sloppy, just bad. Yeah. Two bad football teams. But, so here, here's the difference with in my mind with that. When it's zero to zero in a like a Georgia Alabama game, it's a defensive game. When it's a when it's this game, it just looked sloppy. It yeah. looked bad. The it one thing I was they, they do both have pretty good defenses, but both of their offenses are so awful. Yeah, they were dropping balls. So they awful. were slipping. It they just, were talking about Blake Bortles passes being affected by the wind. It was a three, three miles per, per hour. hour okay. Oh my god. Calm down. Yeah. If you can't throw it in three miles per hour, probably shouldn't be playing quarterback at the NFL level. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was. It was pretty bad. Uh, honestly, if the if the if the Jags and the Titans win next week, it'll be so bad for football. Yeah. They god. need the Patriots, Steelers so badly. They cannot afford a Jaguars in the AFC Championship game or. Titans in the AFC Championship. It, it'll be so bad. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to watch. They're they're so hard to watch. And I have a friend that's a Titans fan, and I'm pretty sure he was rooting for them to lose so they would get rid of their coach. Yeah, now yeah. it kind of confirms that he's not going yeah. anywhere. So yeah, that sucks game, to be you guys. That game was bad. That game was so bad. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. So divisional round, we have some games coming up. The Falcons at the Eagles. The Titans at the Patriots. The Jaguars at the Steelers, the Saints at the Vikings. Uh, any any of these games really intrigue you? Any ones you think are going to be blowouts? What, what do you think with these games? Yeah, I think the Falcons beat the Eagles, Patriots kill the Titans, Steelers beat the Jags maybe by a couple touchdowns, and Saints-Vikings the toughest one. I, yeah, I hopefully it's a good game. I can't get a read on it. I, it's a rematch of week one, which week one doesn't really mean anything. Mm-hmm. Um, Adrian Peterson was a Saint at that point. So, um, uh, on like on the Saints football team, not actually a Saint as we know. Um, <laughs> but I, I lean towards the Vikings just because they're at home and they have the better defense. But man, I don't know that 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 game's hard to read for real. Yeah. Okay. Uh, do we want to do Super Bowl I predictions or I, I went Saints Saints Pats Saints Pats. So we okay. need to hear yours. God damn! I don't want to pick the Patriots, but. And I don't want to pick the Steelers either. I mean, yeah, it's probably going to be Steelers. You're going Steelers? 
No, I don't know because I don't want to be the same as you and go Saints Patriots. But that's honestly what I think. I I really do think the the Saints are the most like they have the most potential to be the most dangerous team when they're on. It seems like they're on. Like they can sling the ball, like you said, and then they grew a little bit of a defense. They have a fairly good run game, um, and you, it's hard to root against Drew Brees. Um, and then this whole thing with uh, Tom Brady and uh, Belichick, we'll get to it a l- further down the line a little bit, but um, they'll probably just you know shut up the haters and win another one. Right. Uh, I wouldn't mind if the Falcons got in it. I'm probably you know what, just to be different than you all go Falcons Patriots rematch. Okay. Um, Patriots probably winning. So that's my prediction. Um, but I, I wouldn't mind seeing the Saints. I think that'd be cool. So there's that. Um, also, I forgot to mention back to the Alabama game real fast. You're good. Did you What's hear Nick Saban after the game say uh, this, this is, is the greatest like moment of my life? Happiest I've ever been in my life. Yeah, I saw your tweet. That was funny. <laughs> Bro, he's been married. He has like a kid. <laughs> he won five other championships. I mean, wouldn't you think that if he won another one passing Bear Bryant, that would be the happiest know. moment? I could see that. Just, for, t- just, for tying him, that's the happiest moment. Just to tell everybody in the whole world it's the happiest moment and then have to go kiss your wife after. Is, yeah, that's that, hard. That, that's, that's tough. That's, that's tough. Yeah. Um, it was announced that Pink will sing the national anthem during the Super Bowl. Um, it was previously announced before then. We already knew Justin Timberlake was going to perform at halftime during the Super Bowl. Uh, do these artists excite you? Yeah, I, I think both will do a really good job. Um, yeah. I was gonna. We'll, we'll talk about Justin Timberlake coming up um, in the music segment. But uh, do you foresee any kneel? We. It kind of seems like the kneeling controversy has kind of passed. Yeah. Do you think there will be any kneeling then? Do you no, think? I don't think so. No. Okay. Yeah, let's just say it won't be the focal point. Okay. And then another wardrobe malfunction for Justin Timberlake? Question mark. I, I mean, he didn't so. obviously do it, but yeah. maybe he, he pulls a surprise. He uh, brings out Janet Jackson to surprise everybody. That shit would be comedy. Get, get both out. Yeah, that'd be that'd be that'd be hilarious. Um, okay, so that's uh, that's NFL playoffs. Another tidbit: uh, John Gruden signed a ten-year, a hundred million dollar deal with the Raiders. Do you like this move? Uh, if I'm John Gruden, I do. Yeah. Uh, 10 years, 100 mil. Sign me Are up. Are you a John Gruden guy? I love John Gruden. I do, too. Uh, I, I couldn't just, remember if you liked him or not. Yeah, it's just, it, it's so hard, and I don't care if you're around it or not, but to not coach for almost 10, for, for 10 years by the time you coach your first game, that's hard. But it seems um, like, it seems like with him... You know, the Gruden quarterback camp and just how he yeah, approaches still, his announcing. It seems like his mind is still his there. His mind's still there. But now he said he just announced he's going to call the plays, the offensive plays. Oh, I didn't hear that. Yeah, call the play in 10 yeah. years. I mean, it, it's just, I I don't know. It, it That's a long time and a lot of money. To so you do, you, for, do you foresee him being successful? I mean, they have they have some talent. He's, he's pondering it. Um. Yeah, I think he'll. I think he can do it. He'll bring some excitement. The question will be, will the players, will they think it's like an act? Because it felt like a Monday Night Football. Sometimes the things he were doing, it kind of felt like an act. You know, a persona. Mm-hmm. Um, will they take to that? Um, and then, I mean, a coach being anywhere for ten years is a long time. Like eventually, you rub people the wrong way, you get over it. Uh, you get over other people after ten years. So. 
it'll be interesting. I, I think short term it makes sense. You're moving to Vegas in a couple of years. You want a splashy hire. Yeah. Someone that, you know, can sell tickets. Stuff definitely. Like that. Definitely. So I, I get why they did it. It just – that's, that's a tough deal to – to sit there and say I would have definitely done that. It, it's very intriguing. Yeah, it, it'll be cool There's to see. There's a lot of question marks. Yeah. that I I'm rooting for him. Oh, I mean, me I'm too. not a Raiders fan. Raiders fan, but uh, I will say one of my buddies is a big Raiders fan, and he really wasn't that excited. Really, about it. Yeah. really. Okay, I mean, I think was John Gruden a Notre Dame guy? I think he was. Or he has some tie to Notre Dame. I don't know. Because people were saying, like, oh, you should go to Notre Dame. And I would be super excited if yeah, that shit would have happened, yeah. you know. But um, well, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, all right. The ne- the last uh, sport topic before we get to our draft dogs. Uh, trouble in paradise. I, I don't really know what happened. I'm hoping you do. Yeah. Uh, Brady and Belichick, there's been some talk. There might be so, some beef. Yeah. What's the story so here? So there was an ESPN article, a really long article, a really well-written article, actually, um, that there's kind of a power struggle in New England between owner Bob Kraft, head coach Bill Belichick and then Tom Brady um, kind of stemming around Belichick's whole thing is uh, he'll get rid of a guy um, you know he wants to get rid of a guy before he starts to decline you know once his performance starts to suffer they just traded Jimmy Garoppolo this year and Um, he went undefeated as a starter it was told that Kraft Brady went to Kraft and kind of demanded that Garoppolo get traded because he wanted a new contract with the Patriots um, Belichick wanted to keep Garoppolo. He wanted to kind of get rid of Brady after, you know, before he could Brady start his decline. Mm-hmm. Um, Which that makes sense. I, I didn't yeah, I didn't hear the story, but yeah, hearing that, that makes sense. That's Belichick's thing. And, yeah. You know, no one part is greater than the system. Mm-hmm. Um, so he kind of wanted to keep Garoppolo and Kraft kind of axed it. Um, uh, and then also the other part in this is Brady's personal trainer, Alex Guerrero. Um, they think they have this method to keep players from getting injured. And, like, it's kind of weird science stuff, you know. Not Sports sure if science? It's, yeah, not really sure if it's legit or not. Okay. Um, but that training stuff has kind of been causing problems with Belichick and the P- Patriots training staff versus – Guerrero and Tom Brady so there's just some type of rift uh the three of them put out a statement saying this this was made up yeah um you know doing the Patriots thing yeah it's hard to it's hard to tell either way um but I was watching a countdown before the playoffs and uh Rex Rex Ryan he's on there now and he was like I could maybe see Bill Belichick just saying fuck it you know John Gruden just got the hundred million dollar deal I need to get paid like Fuck it. He's well, going to leave. makes more a year than, than Gruden will. But, yeah, if he wins a ring this year, I'm not sure what's left for him. him to do. Yeah, you kind of – To build up another all. Jimmy Garoppolo, you right. know, so that's really it. Someone said that – actually, we didn't talk about this either with Saban, but someone said that the only job they would see Belichick taking is the Giants. Um, trying to build open, them back. Um, because that he was the defensive coordinator there for Bill Parcells okay. when they won the Super Bowl. So, huh. uh, But also, I saw this today, that apparently there is some rumor that Nick Saban may be interested in the New York Giants. Wow. So. That'd be tough. That would be know. tough. Okay. All right. Let's move on to our uh, every every podcast we do a draft dog segment. 
Um, if you're a returning listener, you know the drill. We do a snake draft on a relevant topic. This week, we're going to switch it up a little bit. Um, we're going to do kind of a random fun one. We're going to sprinkle them in throughout when there's not really a go-to topic, a lead topic for the podcast. Uh, this week, we are going to draft any person, dead or alive, throughout history that you think would bring insightful, colorful, woke, fun, witty, funny conversation to a dinner party. So it's very broad, but you can take it how you will. Yeah. Um, in that regard, it could make it easy or hard, however you want to view it. Uh, this is our first random draft, but sometimes these are more fun. And like I said, we're going to start sprinkling these random fun ones within the podcast uh, when we don't have a blatant topic that we have to do. Uh, please don't forget, we're going to put out our lineups on social media. I know I'm a brokered record here. But we want you to vote in the poll to determine the winner, so make sure you vote and share the poll. We want to get as many eyes and ears on us this year as possible. Uh, I will go first this week since Brandon went first on the last segment before our Best of 2017 podcast. Uh, Trey, can I interrupt you and ask yes. you, um, who I, won the last Yeah, I, I was getting to that. I was getting to that, buddy. All right, uh, so I took my first L of the Draft Dog Segment era, which I'm pretty sure on like our fifth one. Just saying, just saying. That let's just <laughs> say there's been. He some, thinks it's name bias. Some Russian interference on that. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I took my first L. Um, so I will. We. I, I'm not even prepared here, but what should my Star Wars punishment be? I put on the docket uh, like a chewy impression. I don't know. What do you What do you want me to do? Let's uh, Let's do a Yoda. I want to hear you, Yoda. Oh, fuck. All right. Okay. Um, give me, all right, I'll, we'll make See, it kind of easy. Yeah. Cause do, I'm not prepared here. Yeah. You'll have to do a couple different movie quotes for me. Uh, like okay. separate movie quotes. Yeah. So first one's going to be keep your friends close, but your enemies closer, but you had to do it in Yoda format. So you know how he speaks ass <laughs> yeah. backwards? Yeah. Yeah. You got to come Which up I'm not good at it. that. Yeah. Okay. Can I, can I like give me a normal yoda quote in the yoda format so i have something to kind of base off of oh shit yeah uh, it'd be uh -huh. like uh-huh be like uh, <laughs> uh there is no try there's only do yeah try or do <laughs> <laughs> this is Wait, isn't that hard. what it is like what's he say <laughs> wait what's the quote i have to say again uh keep your friends close Okay. Keep your enemies closer. Okay. So hmm. be like, I'll help you out, dog. <laughs> I I was going for because this, gonna is, go this for is gonna be a four hour podcast if we keep it up this pace. Yeah, with, you're right. With, with Trey, he'll take forty five minutes <laughs> for a quote. Do like uh, friends close. Friend, friends close. <laughs> enemies closer. <laughs> you keep. What was it? Enemies closer. You keep. Enemies closer, you game. Oh God, that was terrible. I, that was horrible. I don't. I, I cannot bad. do Yoda. I have to listen to that Eminem song where he does the Yoda. Uh, the Yoda. Right, give me a Chewy impression. This is gonna be bad too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Bro, listeners can't see his, my face, yeah, but yeah, yeah, I'm sure that's I just what saw. Got all, you. I just saw all three of Trey's chins. <laughs> Fuck uh, you! <laughs> All right, give, oh, give, shit. give me an R two D two. 
That was pretty terrible, too. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I'm not good at impre- impersonations, apparently. Give me a uh, C-3PO. What quote do I want you to do? I don't know. Pick a quote. Um, can I do Jar Jar Binks instead? No, you can do both. Okay. Misa Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> okay, that one wasn't terrible. Uh, C-3PO. Um... It's kind of it's kind of like uh, um, how rude. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. I'm All sorry. Right. That was kind of a Jar Jar Binks. Give, give me a, a job of the hut laugh. Oh, 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 okay. oh. Look the part too. Ah, <laughs> I can do the fat ones. Got it. <laughs> uh, okay. Give me one more Yoda impression and just say, "May the force be with you." Can I do Vader instead? Nope. May the force be with you as Yoda? As Yoda. You can just say regular, may the force be with you. With you, may the force oh be. My God. <laughs> what the? That was terrible. All right. That's my punishment. That's punishment. I suck. Actually, that was more of a punishment for our listeners. Yeah, yeah. But that's the point, I think. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So uh, the dinner table. Uh, back to back to our draft dog segment. Any person, dead or alive, throughout history that you think would bring insightful, colorful, fun conversation to a dinner party. I did research. Did you? Yeah, do research? I'm going in straight raw. Straight raw. So this is going to be interesting. Yeah. All right. This so could suck. I have my number one pick. You, you this is going to be bold, but I'm going. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Does that, okay. We can do anybody, my friend. Why? Why? Why do you say that? Huh? That's right. right. Wow, tough to follow that one up, <laughs> man. Anybody? That that's what makes this kind of hard because it's so broad. All right, I'm gonna go two historical figures, same era. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna go MLK. All right. And I'm gonna go JFK. Ew, motherfucker. He was on my list. Of course, JFK with his head intact. Yeah, that. Yeah, that's yeah. probably better. <laughs> yeah. Okay, um, I have to cross JFK off my list. All right, um, I'm going to go Martin Scorsese, my movie idol. I think he would bring a lot of uh, deep conversation, some sophistication to my dinner party. Um, Got to write him down real quick, Scorsese. And I have to go the late, great Tupac. So I got my two historical figures. Now I'm going to take my two musicians. Okay. I'm going to go Jay-Z. Jay-Z, wow. But just think of the story. Dead or... Okay, yeah. I mean... He could tell. It'd be crazy just to sit there and listen to him. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to go Eminem. Eminem. I like it. All right. He was definitely on my list as well. That's okay, though. Um, I'm going to go sports with this one. I'm going to go Michael Jordan. Okay. And then, I mean, Jordan, it, when you think greatest athlete, like it's hard to pick a football player. Um, it's You could probably think of some baseball players, but he was the like celebrity athlete, Jordan, yeah, Michael Jordan. I think he would bring a lot to the table. And then uh, this is kind of a sleeper pick and might be a little high for this. But I'm going Dave Chappelle because Chappelle? I have watched 
Um, all of his Netflix specials. I just watched his last one. They are. Oh, he, dude, it was hilarious. He, he's hilarious, but at the same time, he's a fucking genius. Like, it, just the way he talks. Very smart dude. He could teach you. He could give you a history lesson, and he wraps it around with a metaphor. He is woke as fuck. Yeah, yeah. So that's why. That's honestly what made me think of this uh, topic was watching that and thinking about. You know, he'd be good at a dinner table like this. You know what I mean? He would be. Uh, so, yeah, Dave Chappelle is my sleeper pick. All right. I'm going to go two athletes. Okay. So, if you see. You're going categories, pairs, I see. Yes. I'm going to go with the sheriff, Peyton Manning. Okay. He was definitely on my radar. Bring a little bit of wit to it. And so I'm sure he's a great storyteller. He'd probably be, I don't know if I'd want him at dinner rather than let's just go get a bu- uh, beer together. Yeah. A, a Budweiser. He'd be funny as hell. Yeah. Uh, so Peyton. Budweiser. <laughs> and then um, this might be a surprising pick, but I'm going to go with the greatest hitter of all time and go Pete Rose. Pete Rose. Wow. Uh, here's some of his stories. I bet you he's another guy. Maybe just go get a beer with. Maybe go, uh, you know. Play a little blackjack or something. Mm-hmm, for um, sure. But I just feel like he'd do some wild shit. He'd be fun to do something stupid with. Definitely. Definitely. Um, I did not see that that one coming. I won't lie. That's respectable. Okay. So I'm going to go back to the political game and go my boy Abe Lincoln. Abe. Honest Abe. Honest Abe. Um, one of the greatest presidents in history, in my humble Probably opinion. Probably the most impactful. Definitely. You're you're the politic politic guy here, so um, I got that stamp of stamp of approval from you. There you go. Okay, um, and then this is where it gets kind of nitty gritty tough for me. Um, I'm going to go James Gandolfini, Tony Soprano, okay. just because I love the guy. I miss the guy. Um, he's iconic to me, and I think he would bring some dope ass stories to the table as well. Okay. So now I'm gonna go to actors. Okay, um, I got my politicians, historians, got my rapper or my musicians, got got my athletes. Mm-hmm. So now we gotta get a little acting in there. Okay, I'm gonna go Chris Farley. Okay, I like that. He'd be hilarious. Tommy Boy. Yeah, he'd be hilarious. Um, to <laughs> Tommy want windy. <laughs> Just chill with. Second actor, boy, this is tough. Uh, you know, um, I, I'll go Leo, Leo DiCaprio. Leo DiCaprio, <laughs> that'd be. A You're bringing bad bitches to the table too with yeah, him. Get get a little politics talking there. He's a very well-rounded guy. You know, you could you could talk to him about a lot of different things. For sure, for sure. Okay, so I have three picks left. Is that right? Yeah, two here, two here, and the last one. Okay, so. This is going to be tough here. So I'm going to go a current day God, um, and that is Kendrick Lamar. I think just uh, he's the best rapper alive, and he is probably the most popular rapper right now as well. But at the same time, if you listen to him in interviews, the dude just has so much passion with what he says, and uh, he's also woke as fuck. So I think he'd bring a lot to the table. Kendrick Lamar. And... Then I'm going to go. I'm going to go Robert De Niro, um, also one of the most iconic actors, one of my favorite actors. Um, yeah, I just noticed I'm, mine is all male. I should have gone a few more females, so that's kind of awkward <laughs> yeah, with both of us. <laughs> Shit, uh, we aren't feminists. Damn it. Okay, so mine. I'm going to go. 
just off sheer entertainment, mm-hmm. and you would never know what would happen. And I'm surprised you haven't taken this guy. I'm going to go Larry David. Damn. Okay. He would be hilarious to just sit and watch him with all of these other like great people that I have on my list. Yeah. And just watch him try to interact with them and be like super annoyed. He wouldn't want to be there. You know, it'd just be funny to see what he would do because mm-hmm. you never know what would happen. That's true. The dude is blunt as fuck and it's hilarious. This all is right. a struggle. My last yeah, one. Yeah, your last one. Hmm. Boy, I got to think about this. I just thought of the one that I want. I really yeah, hope you don't take you got it. it. Oh, man. Last it's one. so broad that it's hard to narrow it. And like, I'm trying to think of all the people who have died. And boy, this is tough. I'll give you one if you want it. No, I, I can drop my own. <laughs> you just, I can do it myself. Tempted to take myself, honestly. Wow. Um, I mean, you're you're at the table. I, uh, that's true. That's true. So my I mean, list, you're you're picking this team. You're gathering these my, people. My list should win then if I'm there. Wow. Um. Okay. <laughs> you like that? <laughs> all right. Last person that I'm going to go with. Man, this is really tough for me. I'm not going to lie to you. I like this topic, though. Yeah, this is a fun topic. This is a tough topic. Yeah. Wish I would have done a little bit of research. It's okay. That's uh, what makes it a little more fun. Yeah. Um, oh, boy. I'm throwing a lot of blanks here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this podcast might be four hours. <laughs> yeah, this one's my fault. We're going to have to whip through mu- music and movies. Okay. It's okay. This is tough. Maybe. I'll let you go. You 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 go. Wow, he's he's uh I'm deferring. He's deferring his pick. All right, I'm going the future president of the United States, Oprah, Oprah Winfrey. Okay. I had to go a female in there. I, I noticed I didn't pick any and I felt bad. But Oprah definitely deserves some love. She is the queen generous lady. Uh when you speak, you when she speaks, you listen. Uh just an icon. Um, for a black woman, um, she's just great. You gotta love Oprah. Yeah. All right, I got my last one. Me as a former football coach. Okay. I gotta get a coach in there. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go Vince Lombardi. Okay, that's respectable. That's respectable. I don't know shit. I would talk to him about about how football was back then. Nah, probably not. No, He'd probably care less. But. Ask I'm him sure. what he thinks about football now. Actually, can I scratch that? Shh, you know what? I'll allow it. Thank you. I'm going to go Jim Valvano. Jim okay. Jimmy I like B. that. Dude is hilarious. Got all sorts of stories. Gave, you know, one of the most impactful speeches with, with the cancer mm-hmm. speech at the ESPYs. Jimmy V. Do you have any um, <clears throat> honorable mentions that you'd like to talk about? I On my list still, um, I... Definitely should have picked Oprah way higher, I think. Yeah. Um, but Ray Lewis is on my list. He's my favorite athlete. Um, if I would have picked him, you would have go ahead, gone and said, you picked a murderer. And I, I would have said, fuck you, dog. I thought you were going to take Kevin Spacey. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> ooh. Ooh. I mean, maybe before, but definitely not now. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> Tom Hanks was up there for me. Meryl Streep. LeBron. Logic was on there for me, just Logic. how woke he is. Barry O, of course. Brock Obama. Who? Barry O. Barry O, okay. Brock yeah, Obama. yeah, yeah. He would have been cool. Um, I thought you said Mario, and I was like, uh, the fuck? Marky Mark Wahlberg could have okay. been out there. Honestly, uh, you got to throw a female in there. Yeah, what female would I you take? Meryl Streep. Oh, okay. I didn't, I didn't catch that uh, one. Sorry. Someone that 
would be interesting. God, I just uh, freaking Will Ferrell could have been on that. That'd be list. funny. I'm trying to think, there's someone else I was gonna name. Just had it. Probably Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart would be a good one. How about um, I'm looking at him right now, Heath Ledger. Yeah, I just don't know what. Too I'd dark. Like to Too dark. Out. Okay, that's fair. This was fun. I like this that one. That was fun. I like this one. It makes you think a little bit. Uh, some nostalgia. Um, I liked it. I liked it. All right. We are going to put out our lineups on the Twitter, and we want you to tell us who you think picked the better lineup. Um, are we good to put names on this one? Yeah. We can. I mean, I feel like both of our teams are pretty stacked. I mean, I'd be confident enough to do that. I feel like I got a little more humor on my side. Definitely, so definitely. That, I, like I was going more for like the woke talk. Like I, I wanted like, yeah, like some deep shit on my end. So I got some deep. I got JFK, MLK. You're right. You're right. Uh, I mean, I have Jesus Christ. J- well, I mean, what are you gonna talk to him about though? I mean, he's gonna he's gonna be the one that is gonna bless all of us and bless the food that we eat. Jesus. Well, I got Jay Z, leader of the Illuminati, so he'll do that <laughs> for us. Uh, two el- two ends of the spectrum. I respect it. Okay, uh, what's going to be tough is next podcast, how the hell are we going to make this a punishment? I have no idea. We'll have to think about that one. If you lose, I'm going to just make you do some psalms straight from the Bible. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, better, I better go to church. From memory. The next couple of hours. <laughs> you live right next to one, bro. Come on. No excuses. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm struggling. All right. Uh, that was fun. Uh, again, please vote in our poll and um, share the poll. Let's get into movies and TV. Uh, we have a lot to talk about. We got to f- kind of fly through it or else this is going to be a long-ass podcast. Uh, Golden Globes, they went down. Um, I don't know if you watched them, some of them, all of them. I watched probably the last hour maybe. Yeah. It was a it was a pretty good little award show. Um, normally, it's my least favorite of the award show it's when we're talking – yeah. When we're talking Grammys, Oscars, then it comes to me, Golden Globes. One, it kind of means the least, mm-hmm. I think. Two, it's just kind of clunky. Like they have to like get up from their dinner table, and like some of them are way in the back, and like have to make yeah. their way up. Yeah. See, where whereas Emmys is the most prestigious TV, Oscars is most prestigious movies. It kind of cramps them together into one. Yeah. So it's just the kind categories of categories are weird. It's just kind of a different breed. By and drama and then like comedy, music and comedy. comedy yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me ask you this: so I, I always forget. Is this the one you think is more artsy fartsy, and then the Oscars is more um, other, way, other way around? Way around. Okay. Oscars is more artsy fartsy. We love Hollywood. Uh, this one is more. Golden Globes more poppy to me. More, okay. more mainstream. mainstream. Okay, that is fair. Uh, let's list off some notable winners. I'll just kind of fly through these. And then we can talk about what we want to talk about. Uh, best motion picture drama. This is the most coveted award. Um, it's the three billboards outside Edmond, Missouri. Thought that was interesting. I want to see that. I, I want to see that. At the end, we'll kind of talk about what movies yeah. we have to cool. see out of all these. Let's do that. Uh, best actor for a drama, Gary Oldman in Darkest Hour. I think you predicted that yeah. um, in the one before this. Best Actress in a Drama, Frances McDormand in Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. Um, just watching the the show, she looks like a straight-up badass in real life. Yeah. I, I liked her. Uh, best she most, seems like low-key really funny, too. Yeah, 
Like she would just throw some tequila back, what she talked about, and then yeah. just drop a bunch of f bombs. Yeah, she she seems very funny. She's almost like a Carrie Fisher. That's who I compare bit, her to. A little bit, yeah, but a little bit more of a hard ass. Yeah, I, feel I like. agree. I agree. Uh, motion picture comedy musical went to Lady Bird. It pretty much swept. Uh, yeah. It got a lot of love. Um, best actor for a comedy or musical: James Franco, The Disaster Artist. I have to see this movie. Accused of sexual assault today. I did hear about that. What didn't? Um, what? Sh- what show was he on last night? Because I, I think some. I think it was Colbert, and I think he confronted him about it, yeah. and he denied it. He denied it very like strongly. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, that sucks. I like I like Franco. Uh, anyway, gotta see that movie. It looks hilarious. Best actress, comedy, musical. I'm not even gonna try the girl from Lady Bird. Um, Last she, name's Ronan. Ronan, uh, yeah, she kind of killed it. The that one best director for a comedy musical. Um, let's see here, T- best TV series drama, The Handmaid's Tale. Called it. You called it best actor TV drama, Sterling K. Brown. This is us. Heard great things about that show. Um, I think he might have won last year. Maybe it was nah, the Emmys. He was the. I think he was the first black actor to win best actor for the, a TV drama for oh, the at the Golden Globes. Okay, cool. Um, there's that. You got best actress TV drama, Elizabeth Moss in The Handmaid Tale. Called it. You called that one as well. Handmaid Tale swept as well in the TV department. Um, TV best TV series, comedy, musical, The Marvelous Miss Maisel. Uh, that's an Amazon Prime show. Haven't really heard a lot about it. I have a uh, Fire Stick, so I see it advertised every time I turn on my, my Fire Stick, but I haven't seen it. Best Actor, TV, Comedy, or Musical. Uh, Aziz Ansari with the upset in uh, Master of None. I think he, this is like the third time. Called it. Y- you did call that one. Uh, I just I didn't see it coming because I think this is the third time that he's been nominated and the first time he won. Yeah. So kind of cool there. Uh, best Actress, TV, Comedy, or musical, uh, Rachel Brosnahan, whatever. Did not call it. Uh, yeah, and the marvelous <laughs> Mrs. Mizell. Uh, she was actually kind of the prostitute girl in House of Cards, I believe. Mm-hmm. That it's that girl. You know what I'm talking? Ra- I think her name might be Rachel in there. Um, yeah. So that's her, and that must be a good show if that's getting love like this. And then best TV. Movie or limited series, Big Little Lies. That Called was a it. big one this year. Um, Brandon just calling him left and right. You are a year. stud. <laughs> that's, that's right. Um, so yeah, um, we all right. We'll, we'll we'll say it here. What movies do we have to see after I feel like, hearing about these? I feel like you know, three boards has to be up there for yeah. me personally. You are usually more towards disaster artists. For me, it's um, shit. What's it called? Uh, Darkest Hour. Oh, I love. I'd love. I to see really that. want to see that. Love to see that. I'm always down for historical, uh, true stories. Uh, I I have to see the Disaster Artist. It looks hilarious. You know, you're not a fan. Uh, it just looks so funny, and uh, it's getting love. Like it has to be good. I really want to see I Tanya. Um, yeah, I really want to see that one. I personally don't like the fact that she's getting praise that she is yeah. i don't i think that's fucking weird it's weird um i saw on twitter that she's white people oj <laughs> thought that was kind of a weird comparison but um who called her out it was um fuck, she got she got called out on a on a interview that she did and she almost walked out i heard um but 
Um, Margot Robbie, I fucking love Margot Robbie. Yeah, yeah. She plays and Allison Janney, the one who won yeah. Best Supporting Actress. She's in the West Wing. She's awesome she's uh, she's Wing. in the show Mom on yeah, CBS. Yeah. yeah, I really want to see that one. Um, I would. Uh, I'm not really here for Lady Bird. I, not really here for know. Lady Bird. I don't know. I I, I wanted to see it, but it, after seeing like clips of it during yeah. the show, The Shape of Water. No, not really uh, into it. I want to see the post. The post looks really good. Uh, you said darkest hour. What are yeah, some other like, ones? I like got them. The, the bulk of them. Yeah, I mean, I want to see the greatest showman. That's probably not your movie. It's a musical. I I'll see it. I'll see. I would see all of these movies just to say we've seen them yeah. and kind of at the end of the year say like we've seen them and right. be able to rank them a little bit. Um, I I've mentioned this. I texted you this, but I'm really giving some serious thought about the movie pass thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, just to see more movies yeah. and to be cheap, and I kind of want to do it. Um, okay, now let's talk about Oprah a little bit. She was the recipient of the Cecil B. D. Millie Award. Um, she had an amazing speech. I thought it was awesome. Uh, the whole theme of the night was kind of uh, women standing up for themselves and uh, times up. And kind of this this whole award season is going to be like that because of the whole sexual assault, the sexual harassment, the rape, um, all these accusations against the Harvey Weinstein's, the Kevin Spacey's, the uh, Louis C.K., all those people. Um, and it, it was it's I mean, it, it needed to be done. Yeah. I mean, it, it definitely I would I don't want to say it took the tone down, but it definitely um it made it more of a somber mood than kind of a celebration. It seemed like it was like a more hoorah type thing. Yeah, a rally cry. Yeah. And I mean, it definitely is a much needed thing. Uh, what What's going on in Hollywood is definitely fucked up. It should not happen. Um, you know, you could be on the other end saying that they're, you know, falsely accusing, but it, this shit has to stop. It's a culture cha- that needs to be changed in Hollywood, and it's uh, cool to and, see and not just Hollywood, these females stepping up. Everywhere. It needs to be changed everywhere. Oh, not yeah. just Hollywood. Yeah. Just That's Hollywood. just a microcosm. Hollywood's just, right now, it's the most prominent yeah. outside of maybe the political landscape mm-hmm. uh, that it's the attention is so you know bright on it that it just it has to end. Yeah, and the way that Oprah kind of incorporated that into her speech, it w- the the award wasn't for anything like that, but how she incorporated that into her speech was just awesome. And um, Oprah, you know, she's a goddess. I have to say, like she, if when she talks, you listen. She just absolutely she's powerful. She is generate. Like it's, I go back to thinking about her and the her. Ellen DeGeneres days, like when she had her own show and she gave out, you know, a car to everybody. It's just, she's just the ultimate person. And, um, it's, it it was, it was really cool to see her, um, get the recognition she deserves. Uh, really crazy thing going on now. People immediately, um, were talking about this and basically on Twitter, er, not even Twitter everywhere, like legitimate sources are talking about her making a presidential run and it's starting, you know, kind of like fucking Donald Trump. It started out as kind of a joke, but it's picking up steam. Like her friends, Gail, um, what's her last name? Gail, what, you know, I'm talking about, uh, she's saying that she's giving some thought to it. Um, do you foresee this? Actually, I'm not, I'm not saying, I'm not asking if you would vote for her. We don't have to say that, but do you think that 
this actually comes to fruition and she runs for president. So two things. One, if it were up to me, I would not vote. And like in a Democratic primary, she would not get my vote. Just because I think we need to get away from the pop culture. Yeah. Which it's crazy because that's if I would say this. Sorry to interrupt you. But if if Oprah runs, the presidency becomes a pop culture event. Yeah. yeah. Which it already has because of Donald Trump. But it just more so than it already is. Yeah. It's going to it's just going to snowball and we're going to get actors and reality stars and you know just billionaire people who have no political experience they're going to be more and more right and it's it's going to honestly i hate to say this but it it has the potential to divide our country more it seems like um that could be a hot take i'm not the biggest political head but um those are my takes uh and my second point is I don't know if she's going to run or not. I'm not even going to waste my time speculating on it. Mm-hmm. I'll just say this. I mean, if we have she, a lot of time to right. talk. Yeah. If she runs, she will be our next president, and I don't even think it'll be close. I think she is so popular amongst so many different people. I don't see a way she doesn't get 60% of the vote. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's that popular. She's got that presence. Um, Internationally, too, I yeah, would say. Yeah, and, and I, I mean... I'm not in the prediction business, but to me, the way things are going, 2018 is kind of lining up to be a Democratic wave, um, which it is after a president's elected. The next midterm election is always the opposite party's wave. 2020 is kind of looking like it might also be a Democratic wave. Um, so I think Democrats are going to have a good year regardless. But if you throw Oprah on top of the ticket, I, I, I seriously think Oprah opens up southern states for Democrats. Um, she still wins out west, still wins the northeast, uh, even the Midwest. I mean, people watch Oprah Winfrey. People, First off, she's probably got 99% name recognition across the country. Mm-hmm. Um, female, African-American, uh, one of the just most genuine people. You saw she can speak to anybody. Yeah. Uh, and that's not. And you listen. Right. That's, and she's been speaking her whole life. Mm-hmm. That's her job. Mm-hmm. Uh, if Oprah runs, she will be our next president. Crazy. Crazy to even think about. All right. Let's move on to kind of some small topics. We don't have to talk a lot about them. Uh, it came out today. I saw that uh, Solo, a Star Wars story, is reportedly doing more reshoots. Uh, I also saw a trailer is rumored to drop. I, I saw possibly this Friday, but within the next couple weeks, uh, that would be really cool. I hope it happens. I, I want to see some footage. Um, I'd like to point out that Rogue One went through reshoots as well. So do you think this is a big deal? To me, it's a little bit bigger deal than Rogue One just because they had to switch directors. Yeah. Um, so that and we just know absolutely nothing about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, we knew a little Other bit than the more. Cast. Right. We knew a little bit more about Rogue One. Yeah. So it's... Uh, I think both of us are kind of skeptical already going into yeah. it. They need to get a trailer out. It's coming out in five months, it has four months almost. It so, has to be great. So you got you got to give us something. Yeah. you know, soon. I agree. Um, I I do have skepticism, but I'm gonna 
I'm going to keep it locked a little bit because of Rogue One and how great right, it was right. when I had skepticism for that. Right. So there's that. Um, Atlanta season two, Robin season comes out March 1st. It was announced. Uh, a teaser dropped during the Golden Globes. Did you see it? I did not see it. Did that. you Did you watch the first I have season? I not watched it. Highly recommend it. Yeah. Highly recommend it. It's dope. Childish Gambino, a.k.a. Donald Glover, is a star. He's amazing at anything he does and i'm super excited for that um we'll have to watch that you'll you'll have to watch that and we'll have to watch season two together i can do that okay um david letterman is returning to tv with a netflix kind of featurey talk show i i I read that it's going to be interview based but um it's going to kind of be like long form it's not going to be like an actual talk show like he did it'll be kind of like uh what seinfeld did with the cars yeah I never watched that, but yeah, Um, it's called My Next Guest Needs No Introduction with David Letterman, and his first guest will be none other than Barack Obama. Other guests include George Clooney, Jay-Z, Tina Fey, Howard Stern, packed, stacked lineup. Uh, Do you think this will be successful on Netflix? Yeah, I mean, anytime you have Barack Obama on anything, it's going to be pretty successful just because... He has a huge following, mm-hmm. huge base, and even people who don't like him are going to tune in to see what he says, um, especially with the Trump factor. So yeah. I think the first episode is going to be so huge, and if it's done right, I think that's going to make people want to watch it yeah. even more. I'm definitely going to be tuned in. I'm, I'm excited for this. So uh, that, all right, let's move right into music. Um, we we watched this right before yeah. we got on the podcast. Uh, Justin Timberlake announced his upcoming album, Man of the Woods. Really, it seemed, I think it was... January 2, so, I mean, New Year's hit, and right away it just seemed like we get this abundance of um, speculated albums dropping with this being the first, like, official thing. Um, So Justin Timberlake has a new album coming out February 2nd. He teased the album with a trailer, kind of like a country vibe. Like, he said that this album is going to be inspired by his family, by nature, by where he's from. He's from Memphis, Tennessee. Um, So a lot of people were expecting, like, a country-style song. Definitely went a 180 with the actual song. He released the first single called Filthy. It was kind of a techno-funk... Um, like futuristic vibe, yeah, super weird. I I will say this: it's definitely weird when you first listen to it, but in my opinion, it grows on you. I I, I like it. Yeah, I it's just pretty good. To it, you know, right before we started, it didn't do a lot for me. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those weird. videos. Definitely weird. It has a little robot. Has a Steve Jobs type vibe to it. Um, very weird. But I I feel like it's one of those songs that'll grow on you. Um. I'm I'm really excited for a new JT album personally. Oh, yeah. Um the track list consists of 16 songs. Um two features Alicia Keys and Chris Stapleton, the country dude. Um so what are your what are your thoughts on this? Are you excited? Um do you kind of, did you, what did you think of the trailer? It had yeah. a country vibe. What do, what do you think about that? Well, I'm excited for it. I, I'm a I'm a JT fan. I, I did like the the kind of preview for yeah the trailer for the album uh it was interesting um i think it's cool and musicians do that period but the one thing i want to touch on is it's smart from like a marketing business standpoint that he's going to be releasing an album and then he's going to be doing the halftime show the super Bowl. yeah i mean yeah no bigger marketing plug than that so yeah uh, i think that the timing of it's pretty interesting Mm -hmm. um timbaland and pharrell are uh 
producers Producer, on this. Yeah. So you know this shit's about to be wild. It's going to be a hit. Even if it has kind of country Tennessee vibes, it's still going to be poppy and it's still right. going to be popular. Um, so can't wait for that one. It's coming very soon. Um, let's go into the next thing. During a recent Golden State Warriors practice, Dr. Dre and Jimmy Iovine were spotted by ESPN's Chris Haynes. Apparently, Haynes asked Dre if Detox would ever see the light of day, and Dre said, I'm working on a couple songs right now. We'll see. So, is Detox real, or is it a myth? Myth. It's a myth. It's like a 15, 20-year myth. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It is. I mean, I thought I thought it would be put to rest after he put out the Compton album, which was very fucking good. I don't know if you've heard the whole yeah. thing. Um, but now the fact that if he – I read the quote. I didn't see the video, so I don't know if this actually happened. I read it somewhere. But um, I would think that he would just put it to rest. Why would he bring it up? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so I, I'm all for it, though. If he wants to drop Detox, I'm sure it'll be crazy. The only problem with that is it has to live up to Detox-level hype, yeah. and there's no way it has. It, nah. I mean, it he's, that that's the most anticipated album I maybe of all fucking time. Sure. Like, like it, it will not live up to expectations. So drop the, drop the Detox mantra and come out, come out with new music because whenever Dre does something that's fucking great, he gathers... Some of the best talent. artists, yeah. you know. So I'm all for new Dre music. I don't know if I agree with the detox uh, stamp, but if he wants it, give it to us. You know what I'm saying? All right, and then last topic of the evening. Eminem dropped the remix for Chloroseptic with 2 Chains and Fresher. Um, abso- Eminem absolutely fucking snaps on this remix. Um, he goes crazy. It's kind of self-aware. Like he says a line where he's like, walk on water sucked. Y'all saw the track list and uh, got reaction off of it. And it was just fun. He, God, he fucking killed it. I loved it. Came at Trump, said something about his, uh, his uh, tanning. Like it, he just snaps. It's like three minutes of him just going off. Um, where was this Slim Shady on the album? I don't what the know. hell? Uh, but this kind of... To your next question on the outline, my theory was that I don't think Revival was it. I think there's another album and another album coming soon. I, I mean, and I this agree. This makes me think it even more. I, I, I That's what I... When I heard this verse, I'm like, okay, he's not going away. No. Like, he... I don't... This isn't going to be a four-year hiatus. I don't know. See, Eminem is weird. Like, he likes to go on these hiatuses, like you just said. But um, after hearing something like that and... Just even if you didn't like the album, the fact like the man can out rap anybody, out rap anybody. I'm not saying he yeah. makes Literally better music than everybody. Wordplay, yes, is, uh, there's no one better. Just rapidly rap. He can rap anybody, out rap anybody. He can rap his ass off. And this verse like makes me think like he has more left in the tank. Whether he's coming out with like an album or you know maybe a few Lucy singles, that's left to be interpreted. But I hope we get a new album. I hope we get more of that. Um, I personally like the the not softer side of M, but I liked Walk on Water. I loved that song. Yeah, me too. I would have liked a more introspective, more mature M. But at the same time, I love the crazy ass Slim Shady with him going off, talking shit, do, doesn't care about anything. Um, I like both sides of the spectrum. So I would love new Eminem music, but yeah. we just got new Eminem music. So um, I feel greedy, but I don't know. 
What do you think there? Uh, I think it's coming, dog. That'd be cool. One thing I said, where is the song with Anderson Pack? Anderson Pack uh, quote tweeted somebody and said, "Oh, we had a joint on that album, but it just didn't come out because Two Chains. It came out that he was on the song. Obviously, it came out on the remix, but uh, Two Chains was mad he didn't make the actual album, and then it comes out in the remix. So why the why are you locking up the AP feature, dog? AP is fucking awesome. Um, I don't know that those are my takes and." Hopefully we get some new music. Any any uh, albums that you're really looking forward to, like off the cuff? I know I know ASAP Rocky put out on his Instagram story some uh, some of that. I saw I saw speculation that Nicki Minaj might be dropping an album very soon. Vince Staples. Vince Staples. I don't know. He may be in involved with the Black Panther thing. Um, I don't know about an actual album. We just got one last year from him, Um, but just. The one that I'm really looking forward to this upcoming Friday in a couple days is uh, Apologies in Advance by Sylvan LeCue. Can't fucking wait. The dude is very good. He's on the come up. Respect that. Um, just a lot of music coming out. I, I saw something, uh, Visionary Music Group, who is the label. Logic is signed to Def Jam, but underneath, below that, under the umbrella, it's uh, Visionary. And they put they always put out these motivational tweets and they're like uh what are you hoping to accomplish in 2018 and some smart ass was like listening to ultra 85 which is presumptively the title for his next album if you got the physical copy it's kind of a hidden little easter egg in the album booklet that the album is going to be called ultra 85 someone said i want to listen to ultra 85 and they said they quote they tweeted back and said hmm Hmm. So we getting the Makes logic the album? We Makes getting the logic album? Another one to look out for, uh, Mac Miller. I saw he's coming out with some. I'm a big Mac Miller guy. A lot of music coming this year, a lot of good ass movies. I'm excited for the year. It's gonna be crazy. Hell yeah. All right, that is the podcast. Uh probably a long one. Uh sorry about that. We have a lot to say. Uh, Here's the thing: we do it every two weeks. We do it every so two weeks. You don't have to listen to it all at once. Exactly, you can spread it out. That's very true. And we 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 both talked about it. And we contemplated like maybe doing one weekly, um, shorter segment oriented ones. But we wanted to kind of compile, you know, info and topics, and then just yeah, break them the gives fuck us down. A good amount to talk about yeah. rather than going weekly and scrapping for things to talk about. Exactly. So. Exactly. So in that regard, you're going to get some long shit. Exactly. You can hear me bullshit for We'll go week. daily. Yeah. No. <laughs> hey, I got a lot to say. Uh, I love it. All right. Uh, 2018, we are trying to get bigger and better. We have a lot of, uh, a lot of things on the way. I announced it. I'll uh, I'll plug it here too. I'm working on a big project. It's going to be a documentary slash rap album project. That's all I'll say. Um, very excited. It's uh, I've been talking to multiple people. The ball is definitely rolling, and uh, it's going to be cool. Hopefully, you guys will enjoy that. Um, I put out a poll before this podcast, um, saying if anybody would listen to an audio cinematic podcast what i mean by that is basically think a movie but in the form of a podcast so you have different voices on different actors uh uh, for different characters you have a script you have sound effects you have a plot line a storyline it'll be a long 
podcast, much like this, but um, scripted and it's a story and um, just kind of trying to do different things to expand the brand, get more eyes and ears on us. So uh, if that's something you're interested in, shout us out. We'd love to do it. Um, got a lot of things going. We're going to do more videos, pop culture dinner trays, unfiltered cinematics. We hope to go to a lot more movies. Um, so yeah, 2018 is going to be big, hopefully coming out with some merch. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm excited for 2018. It's going to be, it's going to be crazy. So let us know what you like and don't like what you think. Works, exactly. Uh, if you got some good ideas, let us know. Exactly. We are a podcast of the people, the people. We give the power back to you. Yes. The people. The people. Bane slash Donald Trump. Ah, true. Yo, all right, this was a fun one. Uh, thank you for bearing with us with the length. Um, it was fun, and we will be back for more. Stay safe.